am so sick of the media dictating the terms of the narrative in this country. I'm so sick of having to be apologetic for who I am. I'm so sick of people in middle America being called a flyover country or slope-headed conservative teabaggers. It's going to be teabagging day. It's hard to talk when you're teabagging. <laughs> it's so funny because the teabaggers, the one thing they hate is when you call them racist. If racism is not the whole of the Tea Party, it is in its heart. The it's- hatred that is Timothy McVeigh that he had. There are plenty of people like that right down. Lots of I think you get the general tenor of this. It's anti-government. This is highly promoted by the right-wing conservative network, Fox. The left pits people against each other. Divide and conquer is the strategy. I don't want to live in that world. It is the exact opposite of E Pluribus Unum. And what the left has stood for with political correctness is to try and get those with whom they disagree to shut up. And the Tea Party movement and Sarah Palin and Michelle Bachman and Alan West and and all the all the people that have gone out there against the mainstream media and said, you're going to call us racist. You're going to call us potential Timothy McVeigh's. Fuck you. War. Good morning. Good morning and welcome to Road Warrior Radio. You're tuned in live this Wednesday, February 7th, 2024 on the one and only Republic Broadcasting Network. And as always, thanks for coming along for the ride. It is a wild and dystopic ride and uh, sounds like it's about to get wilder. So we'll talk about that, I suppose. Um, announcements and prayer real fast. I am not trying to sneak up on anybody, but I think, you know, if we're honest, we we could all use and would benefit from some prayer. And I think uh, many folks um, don't mind and would benefit from a strengthening thereby. So the announcements real quick. Um, The quilt raffle has ended, obviously. Uh, Congratulations to Craig from New Mexico winner of the quilt raffle package thanks to everyone who participated and uh back to the second annual john Stabmiller book drive thank you to everyone who participated in that as well and thank you to everyone who supports the network financially you are rbn as the post dear rbn says your support makes this network possible So thank you uh, to all who support the sponsors, the advertisers, and, you know, through direct contributions and the contests like the quilt raffle and the second annual John Stabmiller book drive. Those contributions to the network are all extremely valuable, obviously, and greatly appreciated. So thank you. There will be no Ford Foundation grant to the Republic Broadcasting Network anytime soon. 
So thank you. And to those who haven't or maybe haven't in a while, please consider supporting the network. Um, also, if you're on social media, if you're on Facebook, check out the Republic Broadcasting Facebook page. And the prayer. I'm doing the prayer lately, like I said, not trying to sneak up on anybody. But my firm conviction is that it is first and foremost a spiritual battle. It is we we uh, and we live in a time second Thessalonians two, I believe kind of time where the restrainer maybe is taken out of the way. The restrainer is the Holy spirit. And so what does that imply? I'm going to probably get into the humanist stuff a little bit more today. And as it pertains to our roots, our American roots, uh, unbeknownst to many, there is a direct correlation there. And, uh, the anti-God, anti-Christ agenda there. And again, you know, maybe it sounds like a Sunday morning kind of a thing. It's not. It's just reality. It's what's going on. So, uh, but, you know, in Ephesians 6, 12 sort of fashion, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places that's the deal in a nutshell and it's ironic that the humanist impulse wants to deny that you know the laws of nature and nature's god says what can we figure out naturally in other words without divine inspiration i've talked about that what does that mean without revelation they say that means without the holy spirit without jesus christ without uh the father And so, you know, you're ignoring the primary front of the battlefield if you're doing that. Which reminds me of Sun Tzu, you know, to know your enemy and know yourself. You're you're never imperiled. You're always victorious. Don't know your enemy. You know yourself, half and half, 50-50. Don't know your enemy, don't know yourself. Well, forget it. You're you're done. You're never victorious. And it's worse for us now in America because we don't even know there's battle going on, most people. That's really ironic. So, um, what it reminds me of the old expression, you know, You know, the kinds of people in this world, I think, and it was um, what's his name? Nicholas Murray Butler, right? Nicholas Murray Butler, I think, who was an old school bad guy made that observation the 
quote investigator did the research on it back in 2018. There are three types of people, those who make things happen, those who watch things happen, and those who wonder what happened. Nicholas Murray Butler is credited with it, and he was an old school bad guy. He was basically poking, you know, making fun of uh, the people who, you know, we are the ones who make things happen. The rest of y'all, you know, you watch or wonder what happened. And there, there are those who have joked in more recent years that there's a fourth group of people who don't even know anything happened. And so in similar fashion, I would say there are those, you know, most Americans don't even know there's a battle going on. Speaking of battles, apparently, I have it on good authority, we're, we're headed to war. The young people are being dispatched and so some semblance of world war three apparently is officially underway unfortunately speaking of a battle most people don't realize and uh you know counting the cost to send junior asparagus into the military i didn't sign up for this oh yeah you did you have no idea no idea. And if you think you're special, again, refer back to uh, the Pat Tillman story and how it was used in conjunction with the Jessica Lynch story to tell a complete fabrication to support something that was someone's agenda that had nothing to do with freedom and democracy. I digress. The prayer, because we wrestle not against flesh and blood which is a hard thing to remember. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Lord, please help us to put on the full armor of God. Help us to gird our lines about truth. Put on the brace breastplate of righteousness, shot our feet with the preparation of gospel of peace. Help us to take up the shield of faith, put on the helmet of salvation, take up the sword of the spirit, and help us to pray at all times in the spirit. I pray that no weapon formed against the righteous shall prosper. Pray that all who walk in error would come to know the truth in Christ. Please Lord, reveal our hypocrisy and double-mindedness. I pray unrepentant evildoers be brought swiftly to justice and wickedness be brought swiftly to an end. Righteousness be restored in the land. And we know that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And also where, Jesus, you said where two or three are gathered in your name, there you are in the midst of them. And so, Father, I pray your will above all, in all things, in Jesus' name, amen. His will be done. Anyway, like I said, not trying to sneak up on anybody, I just believe that... Um, Getting a little prayer on you can't can't hurt. Certainly can't hurt. Um, 
Welcome to Road Warrior Radio, where we abstain from agitainment. We're not trying to stir the pot. Like I said the other day, it's not the Daily Wire. I think I said that yesterday. Um, it is often attributed to the Hopi Indians or Plato. Those who tell the stories rule society. I feel like we should throw in the Malcolm X clip. Maybe we should do that real fast. I'll grab that. Where is that? <clears throat> Don't let your enemy define terms. That and you know who is your enemy? I mean that's that's an interesting thing. And how are you supposed to behave toward your enemy? You know Jesus was asked, "What is the greatest of the commandments?" He said, "The uh, the first is the greatest is love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength." And the second is like unto it, love your neighbor as yourself. And so that's one A and one B. Yeah, but you know what about my enemies? Arr, what about my enemies? Well, he said, "You've heard it said." Love your neighbor, hate your enemy. Today I give you a new command. Love your enemy. Pray for those who persecute you or spitefully use you, depending on your translation. Well, that's intense. So regardless, that's how you're to operate. And I would say, although, you know, I'm sort of going through this, you know, couple of series i guess unofficially you know maybe officially i would say 2024 is the year of war and apparently now officially you know the troops are being mobilized it it seems uh but we're at war in, in ways that we don't understand and so unofficially also how we got here unofficially you know the unofficial series is sort of, um, you know, America's founding and history, you know, from our revolutionary founding forward in particular, but really back, it's it's always been the same. And this humanist impulse that comes to us from ancient Greece, for example, and really goes back to the Tower of Babel. I mean, we could say that's kind of the emblematic uh signpost they're they're headed back to genesis 6 but this time once and for all they're going to do it once and for all this time why are they building a tower to heaven one you know you might say so that sure let it flood you know we'll just go up in the tower but also to overthrow god in heaven it's a metaphorical concept as much as a literal physical concept in that sense and so, you know, here we are again today. Man thinks he's fantastic, and that's the humanist impulse. And we've had that from uh, our founding. You know, the idea represented in the apotheosis of Washington, which ultimately is sort of a metaphor for um, – the apotheosis of man. Americans, we have that, you know, we're special. We have that uh, special designation. And I talked about this the other day. You can see the apotheosis of Washington depicted on the American civil religion Wikipedia entry. 
So there's, you know, why is why is the apotheosis of Washington the image associated with American civil religion? What is civil religion? Doesn't that sound like an oxymoron? Well, that's how humanism works. Anyway, speaking of not letting your enemy define terms, those who tell the stories rule society, that's PSYOP, that's MISO, you know, that's... that's uh, Liminal warfare, that's the Gerasimov doctrine. Liminal warfare is the Gerasimov doctrine meets the narrative arc, essentially, in a, in a place that's undetectable and attribution is impossible in 5GW sort of fashion. Those who tell the stories rule society. And so who's defining terms and so on and so on? Malcolm X said, don't let your enemy define terms. Can we play that, please? That's what they're always telling you. Never let your enemy tell you how how uh, how many of you there are. Never let the man that you're against form your opinion. This is the trick that's played on everyone who's oppressed. The first thing, an occupation, uh, when you have a revolution in the country, the first thing you take over is the radio. And then you start telling the people that everybody, the war is over. <laughs> and, and, and so all of them surrender. No, they believe that thing right there. And once they take that over, they start telling you uh, where you are and where they are, and you fall right in line. It's plain thought control. The majority of the American people aren't segregationists. That the majority of the American people aren't imperialists. But the government is, the structure is, the power faction is. So, what, how, how then do all the majority go along with it? Because those who sit in power over the television, over the radio, and over the press is constantly telling those who are the masses how free they are, and, how, and how, how this they are, and how that they are. There you go. Don't let your enemy define terms. First question then would be, who is my enemy? And uh, it's interesting, you know, as you read the Bible, you get this picture of remaining steadfast. I just think it's interesting the humanist wants to ignore so much. And at the same time, it seems like, you know, the the emphasis in humanism is on human happiness and, um, you know, this kind of stuff. Like, let's see, Christian humanism on Wikipedia. What does it say? That's a good example. Christian humanism. Christian so-called humanism, which is an oxymoron. There's no such thing. But again, who's defining these terms? Christian humanism regards humanist principles like universal human dignity, individual freedom, and the importance of happiness as essential and principal or even exclusive components of the teachings of Jesus. Am I watching The Chosen? What's happiness? Like Joel Osteen, living your best life now. Know what that is? Stick around. We'll be right back after this short break.
Charles de Gaulle once said, actually, it's difficult to envision in this regard any other criterion, any other standard than gold. Yes, gold, which does not change in nature, which can be made into either bars, ingots, or coins, which has no nationality, and which is considered in all places and all times the immutable and judiciary value par excellence. So when the question is, why gold? It's simple, my friends. The answer to that question is simply, why not? Like it or not, precious metals will always be the world's reserve currency, even though nations do not define their currency by their worth in, say, gold. Individuals still buy gold and silver to protect themselves from inflation. The more money a nation's central bank pours into the economy, the less value its currency, the dollar is, which means the price of everything else rises. $21 up for a bag of dog food, seeing that the dollar is cheap. That's why the cost of everything goes up. It's because the buying power, the value of the dollar is tanked. It's worth nothing. And yet gold that your family would have owned in 1907 will buy at least the same amount of goods, if not far more. William McPhee once stated, it's extraordinary how many emotional storms one may weather in safety if one is ballasted with ever so little gold. The truth about money, gold versus cash in a crisis. Gold, a valuable thing to store. The power of gold in times of crisis. Historical sketch of paper currency. Oh, and beware the Ides of Rare Coin Dealers and Alan Greenspan's speech on gold and economic freedom. How interesting. I'm going to give you gold and silver in five easy lessons. Seeking out the most efficient and most secure route to owning gold and converting it into widely accepted currency is the next best thing to enjoying gold-backed currency, my friends. In a world of central bankers hell-bent on devaluing our savings, you need to own private gold standard. Contact me, Jeffrey Bennett at Kettle Moraine Limited, by calling our phone number at 602-799-8214. That's 602-799-8214. Health Simple with Cholera Shiloji. Fact bit number three. Shiloji is the supreme yoga vaha. Within Ayurveda, Shiloji is a singular substance that towers above all other herbs, herbal minerals, and earth-made adaptogens. Yogavaha refers to substances that have the ability to synergistically make better and carry other substances to its prescribed destination. In the case of Shilaji, most any herb, food, or mineral is amplified with ionic potential, superimposing superior efficacy with increased cellular energy and absorption rate. One of the best applications for Shilaji is to add a drop or two into your favorite herbal tincture or foodstuff. Simply put, Shilaji makes other substances more effective. Shilaji, legit Shilaji, such as Colorado Shilaji, is the king and the supreme yoga vaha. It is a tonic that indeed towers above any other earth-made substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Reluctantly crouched at the starting line. Engines pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes, the flags go up. Churning and burning, they yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank. Fuel burning fast on an empty tank. Reckless and wild, they pour through the turns. Their prowess is potent and secretly stern. As they speed through the finish, the flags go down. The fans get up and they get out of town. The arena is empty, except for one man still driving and striving as fast as he can. The sun has gone down and the moon has come up. And long ago, somebody left with the cup. But he's driving and striving and hugging the turns and thinking of someone for whom he still burns. He's going the distance, he's going for speed, she's all alone, all alone in a time of need, because he 
speaking of defining terms, you know, first of all, happy Black History Month. Malcolm X actually said that, don't let your enemy define terms. So we played that. And I've been thinking about Walter E. Williams, you know, think about him all the time, uh, as I have mentioned. So um, the working definition of slavery, I think he said it best. Can we play that? Walter E. Williams on the working definition of slavery, please. Thinking about uh, many, many issues, my initial premise that I make is that I own Walter Williams. I am the property of Walter Williams. You are the property of, uh, of Brian Lamb. And so what that means, when, when you start off with the idea of self-ownership, well, then there are certain things that are clearly immoral. And the reason why they're immoral because they violate private property. That is, the reason why murder is immoral is because it violates private property. Uh, rape is immoral. It violates private property. Theft is immoral. It violates private property. And many Americans can go along with this, but I say something else violates private property that many Americans would not agree with me. That is, I think that the forcible use of one person to serve the purposes of another, uh, it violates private property. Because keep in mind, a working definition of slavery is, in fact, the forcible use of one person to serve the purposes of another. And... Boom. There you go. Uh, I mean, that's pretty much... <laughs> that's America, isn't it? That's America today, right there in a nutshell. Um, the forcible use of one person to serve the purposes of another. and But we dress it up. You know, there's a lot of lipstick going around for these pigs. Really amazing. Um, speaking of lipstick, that reminds me of the uh, the chapstick commercial with the little kid, the rebellious, defiant child. Not necessarily, but when I was growing up, um, we were told you don't put your hands and stuff all over the glass and, you know, you get in trouble for licking the window and the back seat and all that. It's a different world today, though. You have to ride in a car seat until you're like 35. Apparently it's in some places it's very, very strange, uh, you know, and that's the just part of the infantilizing of society and making us all helpless little children who have to rely on our nanny state for everything. Anyway, there's a there's a uh, chapstick commercial that was uh, put out in 2021 titled A Little Happy Goes a Long Way and the little girl has chapstick and, you know, she's making faces on the window and there's a an older gentleman who makes a face back at her and that kind of stuff. But this, you'll notice... That in uh, many brand campaigns, there's an effort to do this kind of thing to to construe rebellion or defiance or things that we used to get in trouble for as just fun. It's just fun. I'm just having fun and being happy. And after all, isn't my happiness the most important thing in life? So anyway, maybe I'll come back to that. Moving on, though. 
getting back to the on topic, what happens when you turn war into big business? If the war industry finds you objectionable, what might be its recourse in seeking to ameliorate public opinion in support of war business? I would I would anticipate, by the way, since we're, you know, it sounds like uh, troops are being mobilized that we can expect the the usual commensurate uptick in propaganda, you know, Jessica Lynch stories and things like that, so that it galvanizes our support. Because like it or not, like Bernays said, you know, you got to have the support of public opinion. So you got to tell them what they what they need to think. That's our business, right, Mika? That's their business, Mika thinks. Son of or daughter of that's a Freudian slip, I'm sure. Daughter of uh, big new. Stick around. We'll be right back after this short break. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to T-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. Hi, Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation. But today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. 
Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. first hour already of today's road warrior radio broadcast and uh speaking of the wartime propaganda probably about to ratchet up um because it sounds like uh the troops are being mobilized that's mika's job right that's the media's job to tell us what we think and all that right can we can we play mika please Exactly. That's that's exactly what I hear. What Yamish just said is what I hear from all the Trump supporters that I talk to who were Trump voters and are still Trump supporters. They go, yeah, you guys are going crazy. He's doing, what are you so surprised about? He's doing exactly what he said he's going to do. Well, and I think that the dangerous you know, edges here are that he's trying to undermine the media, trying to make up his own facts. And it could be that while unemployment and uh, the, the economy worsens, he could have undermined the messaging so much that he can actually control right. uh, exactly what people think. And that yeah. is the that is if our you, job. Yeah. If you look at the controlling what people think, that's our job, because, you know, anything else is dangerous to our democracy. We won't play the Sinclair uh, media bit anyway. Uh, you know, if, if uh, the war industry finds you objectionable, what might be its recourse in seeking to ameliorate public opinion in support of uh, war business? War is big business. Just ask Medley Butler. He'll tell you. And, uh, you know, by the way, speaking of the Tillman story, which I mentioned yesterday, do you recall and, you know, telling people what to think, when to think it, how to think it? A lot goes on in the meta space, 
that people don't pick up on, I think. We could play all the clips of, you know, local news channels talking about, especially over on the East Coast, um, talking about, you know, how Army PSYOP is, is uh, you know, working with local news constantly to, just to try stuff out, see if this works. But I think we'll forgo that for now. But speaking of the Tillman story yesterday that I mentioned yesterday, as you know, part of looking back over the last quarter century, what's gone on, James Corbett did that great piece recently, the questions for Corbett. Um, speaking of Jessica Lynch. Um, what was the Jessica Lynch story? Questions for Corbett. Now, I will say, let me just say this, actually. That's pretty good stuff. Pretty darn good stuff. That's probably worth a play at some point. The only thing that needs to be the only nuance that needs to be fleshed out, I suppose, is, you know, in it, he mentions, uh, James Corbett mentions the War Spin documentary uh, that was the BBC documentary that was put out May 18, 2003, which, like he said, was just weeks after this whole ridiculous scandal. And that was um, – what's his name? Um, John Kampner's BBC piece. And as you dig into that backstory, you discover that, um, you know, James mentions the, the Pew Research piece that Pew did, Jessica Lynch by Pew Research uh, Journalism and Media Staff, published June 23, 2003. This is all lost to ancient history now, right? Uh, but, you know, they talk about... And this was put out in other things, and, and Kempfner mentioned it himself. But how Jerry Bruckheimer, I, maybe it wasn't that one, was uh, part of the consulting. Oh, I know what it was. There's, there's a piece that you can find actually, ironically, over at the World Socialist website, WSWS.org. It's a great write-up over there. BBC documentary exposes Pentagon lies, the staged rescue of private Jessica Lynch. And that's one of the pieces. Uh, there's this, for example. Let's see. Um, Kampner reported that he had been asked or that he had asked Brian Whitman, which is another point that I was going to come back to if you watch um, – not to hop around too much, but if you watch um, John Pilger's The War You Don't See, you you hear the despicable, you know, Brian Whitman. <clears throat> and he is, you see him 
as a part of uh, Kampner's Warspin BBC documentary, and that clip, you know, part of that is included by James Corbett in his what was the Jessica Lynch story questions for Corbett. But if you don't know who Brian Whitman is, then you don't know who Brian Whitman is. And you make the connection from that to, you know, like I said, like John Pilger's uh, The War You Don't See. And you realize that this is a pattern of despicable behavior. But Brian Lynch or Brian Whitman is just a tool. Kind of like General Abizade, like I was saying yesterday, listening to Abizade go, well, you know, when the when the army says jump, you say how high, and you salute and turn around and get to get to work. Well, that's the Nuremberg defense. And for soldiers, you have to understand, you know, that there is a reality to the the well, the fact, the hard reality is the fact is there is a disconnect between boots on the ground and the highest levels of brass and the, you know, cabinet level folks. Let's just, again, call it broadly the 40 committee, as Fletcher Prouty mentioned. And JSOC is this, this Praetorian Guard now, unaccountable. What are they doing? Ah, who knows? Who cares? It's important stuff. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Eh, not so much. You're probably, you know, kicking stuff over in places to stir up a hornet's nest because war is big business and the war industry wants to stay in business and it's kind of fun and, um, you know, job security because, again, the professionals have to justify their existence, as George Bernard Shaw would say. Volunteers don't, which is why we should restore the militia immediately in all of the states and not under the auspices of the National Guard so it's not continuity of government style. That's a whole different discussion. The volunteers don't have to justify their existence. There's no budget effectively. There's no trillion-dollar budget, that's for sure. They're just Minutemen ready at a moment's notice to defend you know, country, family, etc. Heaven forbid we have a nation made up of those folks. So anyway, you get a glimpse of Brian Whitman, who's a despicable character, but is just actually a tool in a despicable system, which is not to excuse him by any means. Anyway, to finish the excerpt from the World Socialist piece, Pentagon Lies, staged rescue of, of Private Jessica Lynch... Kampfner reported that he asked Brian Whitman, U.S. Deputy W. Assistant Secretary of Defense, to release the full tape of the rescue rather than an edited version in an effort to resolve the disparate, disparate accounts. He declined. Whitman would not talk about what kind of Iraqi resistance the American forces faced, you know, because there was the stories about Jessica Lynch, you know, was this was this little tiny female Rambo who you know, wanted to go down, blah, blah, blah. And it turns out, she says, her weapon jammed and they had uh, six in their vehicle and of the six weapons that they had, only two fired. So the story was entirely fabricated and it's worse than that. Anyway, you know, 
If you don't, you can look it up. Kampfner suggested that the analogy... Let me back up. Um, so nor would he comment on the injuries Lynch actually sustained. I understand there's some conflicting information out there, and in due time, Whitman said, the full story will be told, I'm sure. Yeah. Kampfner suggested that the analogy with a Hollywood movie was not accidental. In 2001, Jerry Bruckheimer, produced, uh, producer of Black Hawk Down, and Bertram Van Munster, who was behind the U.S. reality show Cops, visited the Pentagon to, sh to suggest profiles from the front line. The patriotic primetime television show following U.S. forces in Afghanistan was to relay human stories told through the eyes of the soldiers. Van Munster told Camphor, if you're a cheerleader uh, of our point of view, the U.S., then these guys are really going out on a limb and risking their lives. And uh, one of the stories about this, um, yeah, Walter Rogers from CNN told the program that some of his colleagues had taken to wearing U.S. military uniform. I think they crossed the line there, he said. Despite this, Rogers could not conceal his excitement at working along the U.S. Army's 3rd Squadron, 7th Cavalry. Um, in... John Pilger's The War You Don't See, he talks about the concept of embedded journalists and how incestuous it is and unjournalistic. That's a word. How it's just it's just straight propaganda. And obviously, I mean if you wanna it's cool to be there and fun until you, you know you get the wiki the WikiLeaks treatment. Um but you want to keep, you know, you want to keep this cool, fun, flashy thing going, and so you're going to toe the line. Because if you don't, obviously, you're going to be out. You'll be further and further distanced from this kind of stuff. But then guys like Jeremy Scahill say, "I feel like I wasn't really getting the story. I was getting fed a narrative." And so then you, maybe go off the rails a little bit and. And then write a book titled Dirty Wars, and they make a documentary out of it. So speaking of the Tillman story from yesterday and thought control telling you what to think, you, you may recall the Weinstein Company. Yeah, that Weinstein Company distributed the Tillman story. And, you know, that was uh, 2009, 2010, and a lot happened afterwards around that era bad guys don't usually take action right away usually they wait so there's plausible deniability like in the case of um philip marshall who writes the big bamboozle in a year to the day after he and his family are you know it's a murder suicide they say but really his family was assassinated because <clears throat> dead dead men tell no more tales Speaking of uh, institutionalizing war as big business. So a lot happened around and after the time of the Tillman story when it was released. 
and the Weinstein Company distributed it. I think it's interesting, just as a momentary aside. In 2006, Tarana Burke used Me Too on MySpace, whatever MySpace is. Uh, why did it take 11 years or so? 10, 11, 12 years uh, to catch on. It was about 2015 to 2017, things really kicked into high gear. And what's happened since, by the way? I guess sexual abuse, sexual harassment, and rape culture, they're all gone now, effectively eradicated, right? By the way, Megan Trainor's Me Too was released in 2016, viewed 753 million times on YouTube. I'm sure it's just a coincidence. Did it really take five people to write that song, by the way? <laughs> this ridiculous thing that we call a song. It's not a song. It's ridiculous. It's propaganda. Why, after decades, did so many women come out of the woodwork after Bill Cosby? And who was the other person I mentioned recently? Same thing. All of a sudden, you know, after decades, now we have a problem. I mean, you know, how are people being managed? Were people told don't ever tell anybody and then were they told, hey, you need to speak out? Why did things suddenly take such a dramatic turn in the 2022 uh, Johnny Depp Amber Heard proceedings? What happened to me too? From, from the Me Too Wikipedia entry, it says, during and after the trial, Depp received support from a number of female celebrities, including Jennifer Aniston, Emma Roberts, Rita Ora, Kat Power, Patti Smith, Paris Hilton, Zoe Saldana, Kelly Osbourne, Vanessa Hudgens, Naomi Campbell, Liv Tyler, Juliette Lewis, and Ashley Benson. His former partners, Winona Ryder. She's a character witness. Kate Moss and Vanessa Paradis provided testimony or statements during legal proceedings that Depp had never been violent or abusive to them. Finish the little soundbite there and we'll move on. Think about it. Why did things take such a dramatic turn? Was there an agenda to snatch up a few people and not others? Stick around. We'll be right back. Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard, and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. In one month, my blood pressure dropped significantly. 
I no longer get chest pain after exercise. It's amazing, and I ordered my second bottle. The reviews are spot on. My target is to get off BP meds, and if it keeps going like this, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. So far, a great product is what it claims to be. Great product. A few days in, and I could feel a difference for certain. Not checking medical stats yet. I know this is really working by how I feel. We'll continue to take this product. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com. segment of the first hour so to finish that thought speaking of the me too stuff and the way that our perception and ire has been managed in relation to that again just to finish from the wikipedia entry the me too wikipedia entry you know you notice how things cooled and the and the perception shifted back to oh no it's you know no johnny depp is a perfectly normal guy why did they have to parade all of these people out all of these women have to come out and say, no, no, Johnny Depp is a great guy. Even his former partners provided testimony on statements during legal proceedings that Depp had never been violent or abusive to them. In a statement on the verdict, Heard uh, claimed, Amber Heard claimed, quote, it sets back the clock to a time 
when a woman who spoke up and spoke out could publicly could be publicly shamed and humiliated. Sure, that's how she felt. I mean, you may have you may be familiar with the proceedings. It was it was a it was a circus. And it was, I mean, I would think it would be humiliating unless you're a sociopath and you just have no shame. So these words, I think, are are apt. Sets back, you know, uh, could be publicly shamed and humiliated. I'm sure it feels shameful and humiliating to be a part of these proceedings publicly. It sets back the idea that violence against women is to be taken seriously. Uh, you know, if what I'm, if what I am maybe insinuating, I guess you might say, is the case that our perception was managed for, for a specific reason and people who traffic children and women and, uh, those people are real, you know, Batman in the flat, flathead Valley is one of those guys apparently, and money makes everything go away. Mike Gogan thinks he's Batman um, we don't want to get those guys because that's part of a whole big sprawling network that we got rid of thanks that you know thanks to the fact that Jeffrey Epstein is dead now uh, long live Jeff- Jeffrey Epstein now it's like the press in you know the post mockingbird days when George Bush as the director of the CIA says, well we won't do we won't use credential journalists anymore. Now it's just gonna be anonymous. You always hear from anonymous sources. So they can you know, the cockroaches can hide behind the fridge and still have their influence. Same thing here, the network can go underground. Was it used just to s- snatch a few people? I keep thinking of the 2008 uh, State of the Black Union and all those guys. There were a few who spoke that were, you know, caught up in all this Me Too stuff. Interesting how that worked. Second hour coming up. Stick around. We'll be right back after this short break. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network. 